0: Welcome to the Inspired Improvable Mompreneur Podcast, where we cover all things mom entrepreneur from idea to empire. I'm Angela Bell, mom, wife, serial entrepreneur, and general lover of all things pink and sparkly. I firmly believe that moms make the best entrepreneurs, and the best way to be the queen of your mom life is by creating time and financial freedom through your own business. Big or small, we are gonna talk about them all. Let's get started, shall we? Today, I have a fantastic guest for you today. Jodi Freed of Love Adventure Mom. Jodi, thanks so much for joining us. Can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your company?
1: And I love your tagline, expert moms. (laughs) It's a great, great little line. Yeah, so I'm Jodi. I run Love Adventure Mom, where I help women, specifically moms, reconnect with themselves, get in touch with who they are, what they want, and also to Do those things that used to fill them up that maybe they don't do anymore or haven't figured out how to incorporate the kids into things like traveling, things like skiing, hiking, camping, all of these great pastimes and that we tend to have a lot of blocks around um, when the kids come along. So that's me. And that's what I do.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I can definitely relate to letting a lot of things go when the kids come along. Tell me, how did this come about? moms with this?
1: Great questions. When, gosh, when I was growing up, I was definitely like the antithesis of outdoorsy. I did not ski, did not camp, did not hike, didn't do any of that. And then I met my husband when we were going out, he he let me know. He was like very into all this stuff. And so I decided that like, Hey, I'm going to try it and I'm going to try it on. And we, so I learned how to when I was 23 years old. I really got into hiking, started to love camping. And what this really opened up, it was a new world of appreciation for nature, a world of appreciation for the things that we can do, the ways that we can use our bodies. And I never really explored before. And so once the kids started coming along, two things happened. Number one, both me and my husband were pretty firm in ourselves, in our like thinking, in our thought process that we didn't just want to let all of this go because it was so much a part of our lives. Like every weekend we were doing something else. And so we were like shudder at the thought of not, of just sitting in the home with a baby with it with a child and like playing games on the floor, which is also great and good. And we have done plenty. And then the second thing is that we have a lot of family and a lot of places. I grew up in South Africa and I have grandparents, thank God, who are still there. And when we started having kids, I said I don't want my kids to not have a relationship with my grandparents and their great grandparents. And so Then we made this decision, okay, we're going to go on that 30-hour journey from Portland, Oregon to Johannesburg, South Africa with two kids in tow, two like toddlers. And we did it. And then we did it with three and we did it with four. And people would look at me and say, wow, like, how do you do it? They, all of it, like how? Mm -hmm. And that's really how I, how I started on this journey.
0: So how do you do it? Cause I've got two and I'm dreading, I'm going to Mexico at the end of February and I'm like, (laughs) How many hours on a plane with two to six-year-olds?
1: Tell me. I mean, there's so much. There's so much to unpack in that question right there. But (laughs) how do you do it? Number one, your own mindset. I think it's really important to set yourself up for success. I have a, a mindset framework that I teach to my clients, and that is to have a flexible mindset, a growth mindset, and a bonding mindset. So growth mindset means like you're always growing. Everything is an opportunity to learn and to grow. If something doesn't go the way you, pl- you planned. Like you're just going to learn from that experience. The flexible mindset is you giving yourself permission to make changes. I'll give you an example. There was one time where we were on a road trip and we were planning to go to this children's museum on the way and it was a Monday and we pull up. And the children's museum was closed in this town. And I was absolutely devastated. And like at my wit's end, like did not know what to do. And it put a huge damper on the rest of that day and the trip. And so I learned from that, like, you know, what? I get to be flexible. Things like this happen all the time. And so giving yourself permission to flex and to do something else or to go to a park instead or even go to Walmart and like pick up everyone's favorite ice cream bar and like, and sometimes we need the permission. So give yourself the permission to be flexible. And then the bonding mindset. I love this one. When I think about like a kid having a blowout diaper on an airplane, it's like, look at that as an opportunity to bond with your child. Or when a child has a tantrum, think about it in the way of like, how can I use this to get closer to my child or closer to my spouse, really build on and develop our relationship. And when you go into these trips, knowing that it's not going to be perfect, it's not going to be vacation, it's going to be beautiful family time, but I'm not going to be sitting back on the beach all day, like chilling out, you know, unless I've got my kids somewhere else. Like, if you can go into that setting yourself up for success in the way that you're thinking about it that's huge that's absolutely huge and then there's so many practical tips that i can give you <laughs> like always take you know like really on the planes always make sure you have snacks and food that kids like and will eat there's nothing worse than being stuck on there with stuff like the vegetables and fruit that no one wants to touch you know so if it means adding a little junk in for that time like keep everyone happy you know and also make sure you have toys and activity books and things to keep everyone entertained so so much
0: more to say but (laughs) no I love it I really like what you said about the mindset like because I mean mindset's everything and it matters for so much of everything we do and then the way you've kind of brought it into the doing things with the kids that makes sense that makes a lot of sense. I know you were able to decide or you chose to decide to keep certain aspects of your life when you had kids. A lot of moms feel like they have kids and then they, they just have to give up these things. What kind of gave you the strength or the, or the fortitude to, to choose to keep those things or to, to really Decide you were going to find a way?
1: Well, number one, knowing my motivation for traveling, my motivation was really high because I was committed to continuing to maintain a relationship in person as much as I could with those grandparents. And so we went to the ends of the earth literally to make it happen. You know, we figured out how we could swing it financially, we figured out, you know, the pieces. And so always knowing like, what is your why? Why are you doing it? Whether it's traveling or anything else, like what is that why? Because that is something you're going to keep coming back to when it gets, when things get tough, when things get hard and when it's not so easy to just put one foot in front of the other. That was one thing. And in terms of some of the rest of it, like the camping and the hiking, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff, that I had been thinking, and I think that a lot of, of us think about certain choices that we make was in my head or my perceptions of the way other people were thinking of me. For example, like people would say to me, how can you take a six month old on a camping trip? There are people who really (laughs) don't think that's smart and that's okay. And it took a lot of strength for me to, because I'm also a people pleaser. So it took a lot of strength for me to say, Hey, like, this is my choice and this is my family choice. And and you know, we have our way of doing it. If you want to learn more, if you want to, you know, see how we take different precautions or whatever, like, you know, I'm happy to go into that with you. But there was a lot of just personal development work there and like strengthening of myself, my own self-worth, my own self-love, my own self-confidence. Has, you know, everyone has their opinion and that's okay. But I think also just like knowing who you are and again, giving yourself the permission to do what work for you and your family. Those were some of the things that I really, you know, that really helped me in this. And I will say, and I don't know if you want to get into this, but you know, on the other side, like there were ways that I did lose myself in motherhood for a while there and, you know, have come back, back out of it. Like When I was in college and before I was married, I was like always on the go doing the next thing, accomplishing, doing like, and when I got married and started having kids, I took a huge step back from all of that. I had my job and I had my family. There was a piece of me that like wasn't feeling filled up. And that's where I also got to do a lot of internal work to come out on the other side where I am now feeling really fulfilled and so grateful in every single day. And I didn't know if it was even going to be possible to feel that way. Yeah. And we all go through, you know, the ups and downs, you know, it's all just about the work.
0: Because I know a lot of us moms, we, we do, we lose ourselves and we, we do feel these parts of ourselves that are unfulfilled when we become moms, because especially, I mean, a lot of the, the people in my audience or, or the people that I work with moms that have kids later in life right so they're not having kids when they're in their early 20s they're having kids when they're in like their early 30s maybe even later 30s 40s so these are women that have had a life that they built that they worked for whether it be a career or you know a passion or an education or something they've done that you know they've they've created an identity for themselves and then when they become a mom It is like this identity dies and they are now this new person. And a lot of them, they feel like they've lost a part of themselves and they're not who they used to be. And they, and they don't know how to, you know, redefine themselves or regain themselves in this new place. So if you could just go a little bit more into like the finding yourself, knowing yourself again in this space? Because I think that's something that will really resonate with a lot. And I
1: have to say, as naive as it sounds, when I was in a place of feeling like I had lost myself, I thought I was the only one. Yes. I really did. Like I was so young and like, naive about it until I started talking to people and investing in some support and making some of those investments in myself. And I started finding out that hey, like so many of us moms who have, you know, done things before and have had a different identity, young or old, like, are going through that same, that same thing and that same feeling. So, um, yeah, so I think it's just very, it's very worth like digging into. So, so how to like, so what are the first steps to say, like getting your spark back, right? I think, I think we don't ask ourselves enough, what do I want? Getting down to the bottom of that question is really, really important. And I just led a workshop a couple of weeks ago called Embrace My Vision. And it was all around going deep and following a guided process around that question. What do I want? To figure out what I want and to start pulling out the things that are holding me back. So really getting in touch with like that innermost calling, I think is really important. And part of that means giving yourself empty space to think, meaning like taking a couple of hours and letting your mind run. We're so much go, go, go. And when we're not on the go, we're looking at technology and looking at phones or watching TV, but we need space and time to just be within ourselves as well. And so I am a huge proponent of doing breathing exercise to help like recenter yourself, bring yourself back, you know, um, so that you can start delving into this question. A few prompts that I find helpful is to ask yourself that question, what do I want? And then make a few columns on a piece of paper. One column is priorities. So like, what are your priorities in life? Then another column for non-negotiables, right? We all have priorities, but soon you'll realize that not all those priorities are priorities. So what are the absolute non-negotiable aspects of your life? You know, like, I don't know for, you know, for me, like one of the non-negotiables we keep our Sabbath, right? So one of the non-negotiables is I will never work on Saturday. It's just It's not a a negotiable thing for me and it's different for everybody, but really like make it personal. It's about you. It's not about what other people think your non negotiables should be or what you think other people, you know, think they are. Mm -hmm. So priorities, non-negotiables, what you love, just brain dump the things you love, the things that light you up. And sometimes you'll be surprised by the things that come out or don't come out. You know, like I was working with a client recently and she said to me, You know, it's really crazy. I thought I would put down in that column, like making jewelry, doing arts and crafts, you know, things that are more on the creative end. And she said, instead, what came out was like reading a book, saying some prayers. And she said, I realized that I think that I'm supposed to be doing these creative things because I do like them. And I think that that's what's supposed to fill me up. But in actuality, I'm actually a lot more spiritual, you know, and mm-hmm. that's like where I get my fulfillment from. So priorities, non-negotiables, the things that let you up. And then again, a brain dump of the things that you think are holding you back. Is it money? Is it time? Is it the kids? Is it, you know, the foods you eat? Like, is it that you get headaches often? Like, what are the things that are holding you back from actually having what you want. And once you have that, then you have a framework, you have something to work off of to start making progress and to start formulating a plan forward.
0: Uh, Where would you suggest that, you know, they're wanting to reconnect with themselves? Like, would you suggest they start with making these columns and, and listing it out?
1: Yeah, I would start with that. And I would honestly give yourself a two hour block if you can, however much time you can, but the more time you have, and if like, you need to cry while you're doing it, cry while you're doing it. And if there's no emotion, that's okay too. But just, you know, start with these four columns on a piece of paper and see what comes out.
0: And then once they have these down, how do they, how do they move to like, what's the first step towards like embracing their vision. Like, so now they, yeah. they can look and see, okay, I can see what I like or what I, what's important to me. If it differs from where they are, where their priorities are, how do they start to make that move? Because it sometimes feels like there's all these have to do's versus want to do's or, or, or desire to do's. How do you yeah. get comfortable making that shift?
1: So number one, just see it, like <laughs> look at it every day talk it to yourself in front of the mirror and like a comfortable saying the words, I want blank, you know, especially if it's a change and then affirm to yourself why you can have that. Like, because I am worthy. I am confident. I, you know, can X, Y, and Z, like, you know, make some affirmations and then, and then there are going to be some hard conversations, just like understand from the beginning that it's going to be a journey. And most likely this change or transformation is not going to happen overnight. That's very, very, very rare. You know? But to take that first step, get comfortable with what you want. Tell yourself why you're worthy of it and why you can have it, and mm-hmm. then start putting one foot in front of the other. Look at that priority list. Look at that non-negotiable list and try to start to sort out and figure out. And this is where some support is really helpful: is trying to figure out like what the next steps are.
0: You know, so helpful because you know it it can be one thing to be like, "I want change." It's another thing to know what change you want and how you're going to start working towards it. Right? I mean, it's it's. I hear all the time so many moms that are just like, "I'm just not happy. Like, I'm just not. There's no joy in my life. I'm not happy." And it's like, okay, well, what do you want to change? I don't know. I just want, I just don't want to feel this way, Mm. you know? And it sounds like this is a great way to kind of look and go, okay, what will make me happy? And then what can I start working towards?
1: So yeah, because if, if you think of yourself in an overwhelmed state and that's what I'm getting, like
0: when you're overwhelmed, there's like
1: too much busy energy in your head to really like focus and figure out what's next. So sometimes it's just about knowing where to start, (laughs)
0: like what to do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Where can the audience find and connect with you? find and connect with the resources you've touched on or different things like that?
1: Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram, my handles at Love adventure, Mom, mm-hmm. just as it sounds. Um so I'm on Instagram, on Facebook. I mostly hang out on my personal page jody free dot nine I think it is, um but also my business page at Love Adventure Mom, and then my website loveadventuremom.com. And you can definitely reach out to me by email as well at Jodi at loveadventuremom.com. J-O-D-I at loveadventuremom.com. And I'll also provide a free resource for your community, which is a family travel journal. And it's actually really great as we're like coming into the new year. It can be something to take with you on one trip or many trips. Um, And it offers um, to help families connect with each other. And so if you, if you, you know, grab your copy of that, then you'll be caught on my mailing list, my email list. And just please reach out to me if I can help you in any way, or if any of this resonated, like definitely send me an email, send me a DM somewhere. And I'd love to, I'd love to chat.
0: And any parting words of wisdom to share with our moms?
1: Be in the moment. I wish I would have done this more or had the foresight to recognize. That like that's really what it's all about just be in the moment yourself with your kids as much as you can it's hard and it's not easy and none of us are perfect but if you can and if it's something you can work toward savor every minute like hold your kid's hand while you're walking down the stairs together or like really engage in talking about that bowl of oatmeal or that art project it makes a big difference
0: well, thank you so much for joining us today, Jody. I really appreciate you making the time to speak with me and to share all this information with the audience. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Inspired and Profitable Mompreneur Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave a review and tell the other mompreneurs in your life. We rise faster when we work together. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of future episodes. You can follow me, Angela Bell, on Instagram and Facebook at i.am.angelabell and visit my website at angelabell.ca. Until next time, remember, the woman you see when you look in the mirror is exactly what a successful entrepreneur looks like.